Hello, everybody. I'm Clay Brees, and it's showtime here again in beautiful Birch County, Pennsylvania, on this gorgeous global warming summer that we've experienced, as well as the global warming winters we've been having, the global warming years we've been we've been living through wonderfully. Uh, the last three years is beautiful. Uh, these Saturdays have been great. This has been a wonderful summer. Uh, a gorgeous day today um, on uh, Saturday, um, August 19th here um, uh, in Southeast Pennsylvania, Delaware Valley. So we're, we're, we're appreciative of all you folks being with us today and spending time with us as you have been for the last five years. Uh, you tune in to us because you, you want our expert opinions and opinions on the issues of the day. I mean, after all, what's going on right now in, in America, what's going on right now with the uh, you know, with what's going on in Hawaii, we're going to get to that a little bit with the with the forest fires there and the raging fires. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We're also going to talk about what, what's going on uh, with Trump in the first debate. And, you know, we're going to talk about the economy and the, the great China-American abyss and so much more. So, folks, thanks for being with us today. Uh, let's jump right into it. Folks, what's amazing, and I want to talk a little bit first about these these fires in Hawaii. I, I was talking to a friend who was who was uh, talking about these fires, and you know, and we were chatting about the um, you know the event itself. And as we were talking about it, we were pointing out the coverage and the news coverage is all about the 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 American tragedy, the human tragedy that's going on over there in Hawaii with the not just the the loss of property, but the loss of life. It's a tremendous tragedy. That's going on in Hawaii right now, and we're seeing this in a way that really it's unfolded in a way that the the media likes to unpack it with the sensationalism of the of the news of the day. They really highlight the the human tragedy, and then they jump right into their fake experts. And this is the this is the part that you want to hang on to your seats, folks, because this is what they do. Then they bring in their experts on global warming, and then they 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 basically link the Hawaii firefight the fire disaster to what's going on with global warming and that's the that's the real sin of it all it's a real tragedy what we're seeing and now folks what's going on in hawaii is very very confusing to me and our listeners here in southeast pennsylvania and the delaware valley the reason it's confusing is because we're objective and we do ask objective questions we want to know for instance how does a fire a forest fire take place um, and go through that, go through those towns and 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 those those cities so quickly. We've all seen the photos of the highway that had all those vehicles that were broken down. I should say vehicles that were burned out. I mean, we've seen photos and photographs of what happened in Japan when the nuclear bombs went off and how vehicles were on the road and literally uh, just incinerated right there. Right there and right, boom, right in spot. I mean, vehicles were incinerated, people in their cars, and the forest fire overtook them so quickly. And, and of course, you know, of course, when you're going, you're looking at how that could have happened in these towns. You know, what we have to ask ourselves is, is well, first off, if the governor of the state who's in charge of, of providing protection for the citizens of that state is in charge of the firefighting apparatus in that state, okay, whatever the firefighting apparatus is. Now, not only do they have, likely have hundreds of fire trucks on, on the island of Oahu, but they also have um, military bases with uh, 
you know, thousands of military personnel and, and their firefighting apparatuses. We've got all of this going on and all this protection for the people of Hawaii, yet somehow these fires took, took place and burned these towns and literally incinerated property, incinerated these automobiles. I, I, I attribute that. I, I'm blown away by that. I, I'm looking at that saying, how did this happen? We, we, we need to find out how did this occur? What happened? Okay, how does a fire take place? And when you've got fire plugs everywhere, all across the city, you got fire hydrants, thousands and thousands of fire hydrants all across the, the island of Oahu with all these fire trucks that can hook into these fire hydrants. And of course, they're there to be the first line of defense with their water going on the fire to keep the fire from crossing roads, crossing homes, crossing, and basically running people literally, quite literally, into the ocean. How did this occur? And again, I mean, what made the fire take off so quickly? What what made the fire take off so quickly? Now, they want to say this was climate change and global warming. But again, what made material burn so quickly? Cities are not affected by global warming. I should say by droughts, okay? Uh, for instance, uh, a drought would affect a wildfire in the forests, okay? And of course, you would expect the forest fire to rage on until the forest fire got to the surface roads or the uh, utility roads, whereas the fire trucks and apparatus for the firefighting can be, you know, positioned to fight the fire, okay? But that's not the case here. These fires got into towns and incinerated, you know, communities, which is an amazing thing. Uh, again, what what allowed that to happen? How did that happen? And, and, and as, as individuals being looking for answers, we need to be looking for the news media cycles that are out there now, what news cycles, what news channels are reporting of the perspective of say, of, of asking questions. Where is the inquiries? <clears throat> where is the, the, where is the dogged determination from the media to, to get to the root of what happened? There should be people like clamoring and screaming as to how did this occur? Um, and, and, and how did this spread and, and where were the firefighters and, and, and what the facts of all of this? For instance, they would want the satellite photos. They would want the evidence of how the fire started and where did it start. And they would want the uh, the actual uh, description of, of the instruction, if you will, the actual instruction as it was given uh, by the leadership of, the, uh, of Hawaii uh, as to the firefighters. In other words, what direction was given and to whom and when. And, of course, we want to know how these trucks and other firefighting apparatuses were, in fact, mobilized. We want to know these things. We all want to know this. I do. Listeners on this show do. But what we don't see is we don't see on uh, uh, certainly not the news and communist uh, MSNBC, as well as all the communist networks, NBC, ABC, CBS. Uh, we, and we don't even really see it on Fox. You don't see the questions as we're pointing out them as we're pointing to right now how did it how did this start and and what what was the direction given to the to the firefighting apparatus that's in place the direction given to to fight this fire and prevent this this wholesale tragedy okay because this is what we're talking about here you know we we've talked a lot about on this show you know, what does in what does a meritocracy look like and what does a mediocracy look like? We want to know, you know, what it looks like to put people of mediocre ability or no ability in positions 
of policymaking and the positions of running things like firefighting apparatuses and law enforcement, as well as civil defense and other things, when incompetent people are put in place, uh, uh, put in charge of these, uh, of civil defense and, and firefighting apparatuses of states and whatnot, and how do they handle these tragedies? How do they handle uh, a, a wholesale emergency? Incompetent people generally don't do very well when they're put to the test. We know that. Those in business know that. When incompetent people are in charge of decision making and when the decisions come to the when when important vital decisions come come can become necessary, these people are unable to make them. Okay. So I mean, when people are given jobs, okay, in positions of of this kind of magnitude, positions of this kind of oversight, when they're given these positions, not because of their ability or proven track record of of, of decision making and problem solving, but because of some uh, some other other aspect or characteristic that they have no control over, such as um, how they were born and, and who they were born to be. Okay, when they're given jobs and positions of authority because of merely because of who they were born to be, and, instead of instead of uh, uh, you know merit. Okay, it's instead of achievement and personal achievement then we can expect these people to be, at, at best, incompetent. <clears throat> but at worst, they could even be destructive. And and honestly, this is what I think happened here. First off, I want to ask how the fire started. I'd like to see the Nassau satellite videos of how these fires started, because I'm sure they have. It. For instance, a fire starts in one place, two places, 18 places, 1,800 places. I don't know. A fire starts at a particular point and spreads from there. Now, they want to point to drought conditions or dry conditions, unusually dry conditions in Hawaii. They want to point to that as, as the reason. But my point, again, is that cities and, and homes, if you will, but man-made materials, if you will, automobiles, okay, such as automobiles and asphalt, um, are, are not generally susceptible to being more more, you know, are not more uh, more prone to being, uh, you know, burned up because of dry conditions. They're not prone to being affected by drought conditions to be more apt to burn more quickly. Okay, it seems to me that these fires spread so quickly and out of control, more to do with with the fire itself and how they were started. So the governor needs to get to the bottom of this, and people in the news need to be looking for the looking for answers and calling on the governor, saying, "How did this fire start?" Where did it start? And again, let's listen to the phone calls because they're all public record. Remember, um, the, these cities are all, they're, you know, all these townships and cities and municipalities across North America many, America, many of them, most of them, audio tape their calls. They audio tape what's, you know, what's being said in the direction that's being given. But even if they didn't, they certainly have people on the phone that can answer the questions. For instance, they would talk to the person who's in charge of dispatching the fire trucks in the island of Oahu, okay, or the civil defense leader in the state that's in charge of coordinating and, and organizing, coordinating all of these all of these apparatuses and bringing them all into unison so that we have, we have a more coordinated effort, okay, in which to put out these fires. Who was the people given this coordination? What was the direction given? So we need to be getting interviews done and finding out, you know, who called who and when and what was discussed and what and and what was what direction was given. And then we want to actually look at the 
um, any any audio tapes and video tapes that are available to show the fire trucks that are actually being dispatched and you know where they went and of course interviewing the firefighters themselves uh, you know and, and whatnot there's so much that they can get and glean from this uh, I you know I wonder how this fire started like the one in Canada like the one in Australia that burned the entire continent Australia I'm I'm amazed at what happened with that. And, you know, I don't see a whole lot of people asking questions as to what happened. Now, I don't really know what happened, but I do know that uh, military um, militaries around the world have capabilities that, you know, to, to, to attack civilians in ways that we as well, he, we here really have no idea how those ways are. We don't know what capabilities these governments have. Do they have do governments around the world have the ability to just just spontaneously start fires wherever they want and have them burn like a like a like an inferno and incinerate everything in sight again you ought to see the automobiles on that road it's just an amazing phenomenon these cars were driving and then all of a sudden they're burned up and incinerated and of course where were the again where were the the firefighters and in, in, in relation to the fire plugs and putting out the fire how, how does water not put out the fire unless they're chemical fires or something I mean, water doesn't work on certain fires. We know that, okay? So there's things that we need to understand and look at. What accelerated the fire? There's also the question as to why Joe Biden didn't go to Hawaii. Why wasn't he there? Now, is it because he's lazy? Is it because he doesn't know what state Hawaii is in? Okay. does he? Is it because he's not aware that Hawaii is, in fact, the 57th state, according to Barack Hussein Obama? I mean, what? Did, why? Why did he not go to Hawaii? I, you know, that's a question I'd like to wonder and ask. Is it because he's sick? Is it because he's ill? Is it because, or is it because he's uh, he knows what really happened over there, or people are telling him what really happened over there? We don't know what happened, but I can tell you this: questions as to why he's not there. I mean, I I, I got to ask the question. We all on this show are. Why did it take him so long to get over there? And, and you know, he hasn't got. He waited. He waited weeks to get over there. This is insane. It's just I don't understand the 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 gist of it all. I don't get it, and I I, I want to know what without over speculating. Okay, I'd like to know what happened. It's not a natural phenomenon for a fire to start and for the island of Oahu to go up in flames. It's just not a natural thing. Okay, to see whole towns swallowed up by by fire. It's just not natural. Okay, the, the city of Chicago burned up, I believe, in 1894 or something to that effect. It was back then, uh, the Chicago fire. I mean, some of our listeners will pick up on that. I just wanted, but the, the, the Chicago fire, uh, you know, took basically, uh, basically came into, uh, you know, took, burned the whole city of Chicago. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, it, it just, I mean, it was a, a, a fire that started, uh, it, you know, started uh, in, in a barn, and, and uh, you know, and, and it just it just went from there. Like it was, I think it was eighteen eighty two. I think that's what I remember seeing, or eighteen eighty somewhere eighteen nineties. But it took place, and what what ended up happening on all of that? I mean, we know what happened. The Chicago fire uh, burned the burned the American city of Chicago. Okay, and and again, it 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 claimed to have started. It was basically claimed to have started in or around a small barn belonging to uh, a family that boarded the, the the alley behind uh, a certain street in other words it just started in the shed next to the next to the barn was the first building to be consumed by the fire okay now when you look at what happened there and the fire spread 
it was it was it was aided by the city's use of wood. See what caused the fire to spread so rapidly was the use of wood as the predominant building material in in, in, a, in a style called balloon frame. And more than two thirds of the structures in Chicago at the time of the fire were made entirely of wood. Most of the homes and buildings being taught with <clears throat> highly combustible tar or shingle roofs. And all of the city sidewalks and many roads were made of wood, believe it or not. You know, compounding the problem, Chicago received, oh, about an inch of rain from July 4th to October 9th. Now, that wasn't global warming, folks, in 1880, okay? It wasn't a global warming issue. Chicago experienced just one inch of rain, okay? Uh, it took me you know, one inch of rain from July the 4th to October 9th, okay? So, literally... Uh, you know, you, you had in, in, in like, I don't know, a hundred days or so they had an inch of rain. Okay. So got, things got really, really dry there. But again, you didn't see the news media saying, oh my goodness, that global warming caused severe drought conditions in, in Chicago. Okay. Well, in 1871, the Chicago fire department had 180 firefighters, 185 firefighters with 17 horse drawn steam pumpers to protect the entire city. So the initial response from the fire department was timely, but due to an error by the watchmen, okay, the firefighters were initially sent to the wrong place, allowing the fire to go unchecked. So there's mistakes that were made in the Chicago fire. We know this, and we know that an alarm was sent from, from the area near the, the fire, and it also failed to register to the courthouse. So there were, there were alarms that went off, and, and nobody paid attention to that. So we see other mistakes that took place, okay? And when firefighters finally arrived at the street where the, the, the fire had grown and spread the neighboring buildings, it was progressing towards the central business district. The firefighters had, had basically hoped that the south branch of Chicago River, in an, an area that had previously thoroughly burned, again, had been another big fire, would act as a natural fire break, okay? Again, you know, they use fire breaks, folks, to stop fires. So I want to know what they did to stop this fire in Hawaii. And this goes back to what did they do? You know, it, it's just an amazing thing. I mean, and, you know, more buildings succumbed to the flames. And, and basically, it was a major, major problem. And despite the, the fire spreading and growing rapidly, the city firefighters continued to battle the blaze, okay? So they were fighting. And a short time after the fire jumped the river, a burning piece of timber okay lodged on the roof of the city's waterworks and within minutes the interior of the building was engulfed in flames so again finally late in the evening on october night it started to rain but the fire had already started to burn itself out so what we have to realize is the fire was out the evening of october night okay and literally uh the fire burned for a day okay it literally burned for about 24 hours maybe 20 hours so we know that about the Chicago fire. So how did the Hawaii fire last longer than the Chicago fire? You see that these are aspects you have. A normal fire that takes place in a city like the Chicago fire, the normal fire is, well, this one burned for less than 24 hours. Now, even though the rain finally came, I mean, but it was burning itself out. And, you know, they, they said, okay, well, there was a drought. We know there was a drought and, and whatnot. And, uh, you know, we know that, you know, that, that we did, they had only, they had hardly any rain for nearly a hundred days, mm -hmm. but that didn't affect the buildings. Okay. Cause the drought 
is not going to affect the dryness of the buildings. The buildings are still dry. <clears throat> but the aftermath of the Chicago fire, okay, you had, you had about 2,100 acres that were burned out, okay? And uh, you had uh, about 17,000 buildings uh, burned up and 300 people dead, okay? I mean, that's what happened with the Chicago fire. And again, it burned itself out literally in, in, uh, in less than 24 hours. The Hawaiian fire is a little bit different. And so we, we got to understand. And when you look at what happened and how did it spread, you realize, okay, they went to the wrong place. And the firefighters, the firefighters of 1800s, of the 1800s, the firefighters and the firefighting apparatus in the city of Chicago in the 1800s was more effective and more efficient in fighting the fires in 18, 1870, 1880, okay, than they, uh, than the firefighting apparatus was in Hawaii, okay. So the, what we have to realize is what, what, what makes the firefighting apparatus in 1871 in Chicago more effective than the firefighting apparatus in Hawaii in, uh, in, you know, 2024, 23. I mean, what makes that happen? You know, what, what makes it happen? I, how does the firefighting apparatus in, in Hawaii in 2023 become so inefficient? How does that happen? Folks, I mean, this, these are the questions we got to ask the question. These are the questions we need answers to. We have to ask. Someone has to ask these questions in the media. Someone has to make these comparisons. How did the fire start and what happened? We want answers to this. And again, I don't understand how in the world, okay, how in the world the, the president of the United States has not visited Hawaii. I just, I don't understand how he hasn't visited the state that, that suffered this kind of, the, you know, that suffered this kind of uh, problem. I mean, honestly, I, I want to, I don't understand this. Okay. I don't get it. Okay. I mean, I, I don't see why he's not there. And I just think, I mean, you know, it's an amazing thing. Okay. And I mean, there's something of what they're trying to claim on the causes of the fires is um, it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't understand. 2,700 structures have been burned out. Okay, I mean, there's very little left in La Haina. La Haina. Okay, the blaze destroyed the historic town of La Haina on Maui. How did that happen? Okay, there are more fatalities that are coming, so we're going to have a third of the fatalities in Hawaiian fire. But what caused it? And they're and basically they're trying to say, okay. It was sparked, you know, what initially sparked the wildfires and the cause has not been officially determined. Okay, so they really don't know what caused the fire. They're looking into whether down power lines and decisions by Hawaiian Electric uh, to uh, play a role in this. Okay, much of Hawaii was under a red flag warning for fire risk when the fires broke out and the dangerous high wind conditions caused by a hurricane outside at the sea was moving across the Pacific 100 miles south of the island. So, I, you know, they had high winds. But they don't know what ignited the fires, and, and they were made aware in advance of, by the National Weather Service that they were, were in a red flag situation, okay? So you have the Hawaiian National Guard, the, the leader of that area, he basically said in a briefing uh, a few days ago that along with low humidity and high winds that set the condition for the fires, the earliest blaze reported by, by Maui, by Maui County <clears throat> officials was described as a brush fire <clears throat> off a road, off of Olinda Road at Kalua, a town in the island's upcountry region where the wire wildfires eventually burned through about 700 acres and claimed 19 homes. 
But again, uh, you know, again, on August 8th, Tuesday the 8th, the county shared the first details of the brush fire that forced evacuations. Okay, now the fire had already burned. It was burning since Monday, okay, because we know a video clip, okay, from security footage, footage on the bird conservation area located on Olinda Road, okay, appears to show a flash of the woods around their property at 1050 on, on August 7th. So something caused a flash in the woods, okay? And the Washington Post originally ignored the, reported the video, which, which the Conservation Center shared on its Instagram page over the weekend. So there was a flash that caused it. They think when, when a tree is falling on a power line, the power goes out, our, our, our generator kicks in, and the camera the cameras basically come back on and off. Look, the bottom line is they they, uh, they don't know what happened, okay? Um, and, and they want to blame global warming. They want to blame a hurricane, okay? But this fire burned on. And, you know, and, and again, the firefighting apparatus was unsuccessful in putting it out. Hawaiian Electric has a robust wild wildfire uh, mitigation and grid re resiliency program that included vegetation management. So, okay, so they've got this robust mitigation and wild wildfire mitigation program in place, but the company has protocols that may be used when winds are expected. So they weren't doing it. I don't think they did enough. They didn't do enough. And I think that's a very, very important thing. But the fire went up, okay, for days. Think about it. Started on the 7th of August. Okay, and it went on. I mean, it went on for days. It burned days, folks. Days. Don't miss that. And and this is why I said, how are the firefighting efforts? You know, I mean, how would this happen? I mean, how is this happening? Okay, and of course, you know, Biden declares a national disaster on Thursday. The tenth Maui's warning. Maui's warning that sirens uh, were triggered at the fast moving as the fast moving fires began to spread. Instead, the county used emergency alerts sent to mobile phones and TV. So maybe that's what the problem was. I don't know. When asked by reporters on August 16th whether they regretted not activating the sirens, the chief of Maui emergency manager responded, I do not regret it. I don't regret it. So we want to know, we want to look at his competency level for sure. We want to find out about his decision making. One of the things was he didn't activate the sirens, okay? So the public is trained to seek higher ground in the event the sirens are sounded. So note, note he, uh, he thought that the sirens are generally used to warn of tsunami approaching. Okay, now this approaching storms. So had we sounded the sirens, we, we were afraid people would have gone mountainside. And if that was the case, they would have gone into the fire. Like He thinks people would have ran into the fire. Okay, so we sounded the alarms. He thinks that the, the, the director, okay, the, the director, uh, the chief of Maui Emergency Management, he basically said, that the reason they didn't sound the alarm was he was afraid people would run into the fire. Okay, that's basically what he said. So uh, he explained that the uh, agency's inter internal protocol for the wildfire is to use uh, text alerts and cell phones. Okay, they, ha they actually had a protocol for wildfires. Now, from what I understand, they never had any wildfires until now. So I'm amazed that they, they, they admit to having any protocol at all. But in a, in, a, in a wildland fire incident, the, the system, the, the siren system is not used. Okay, that's what he's claiming. Okay, so again, you know, the, this the, these these fires burned on for days. And, and again, you, you, you look at the comparisons and just make comparisons, okay, as to what happened, okay, and, and how many, and, and compare it with the Chicago fire, okay? Because again, 
it's just an amazing thing. The fire, the the, the sirens go off every month. Uh, it goes off. I, I guess they said the, the sirens just go off constantly. Okay, they go off uh, once a month, every month at twelve noon, and it blares, and they all know it. So the reality is, that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I I I don't. How do wildfires normally start? Eighty-five percent of fires start in the United States are caused by humans, uh, and we know that. So I'd like to know how this fire started. Again, started by humans. Okay. Because down paralyzed, they're able to shut off the power into the area. And they also send observers over there very quickly to find out if the down power lines cause the fire. They, they got people on the ground looking at this stuff. So it's not down power lines. If it is down power lines caused the fire, then we need to find out why in, why in the world the power company didn't get people on the ground quicker. I don't know. I mean, people on the ground hiding out. I mean, this would be what it is. But lightning and volcanic activity, I know there are like natural causes of wildfire. We know that. Okay, weather can certainly ignite, okay, which, uh, you know, with lightning strikes and whatnot. And, you know, it strikes a tree, ignites a fire. But but the winds can spark power lines that go on to ignite wire fires. And again, it comes back to what I just said. If the power lines were the source of the fire, we want to ask the question as to why the power lines, you know, why the electric company didn't get out there and check things out. You know, like I, like I, it's, like I said, it's just an amazing thing, okay? Um, you know, the, the fire officials warned and an alert issued on Tuesday, so on the 8th, that the, that the wind was creating a challenging terrain and steep slopes and dropping humidity in the direction of the fire, and the conditions could make it difficult to fight. And so they're noting this on Tuesday, the 8th, you know, and then again, you know, and then burned on. They just burned on for, for a while. And, and again, uh, they, they were talking about the town that burned down, the La, the La Hanita fire was one of the four fires that broke out on Maui on the 8th. Uh, and again, it, it scores five and a half square miles. There were th- three of the four fires were still burning as of se- August 17th. So this is what's amazing to me. As of two days ago, three of the four fires are still burning over there. This is what I'm amazed at. I mean, the fire went on for, for over a week, okay, in Hawaii. When we know that the city of Chicago in 1870 or 1871 when the Chicago fire took place when literally burned out and, and was contained within 24 hours. We know that. 1871. Now think about it. What was the country like in 1871? Well, we just got out of the Civil War. Okay. We just got out of the Civil War. We still have, we still had trains being robbed. Okay. And we still had, uh, we still had train robberies. We had bank robberies. We had you know, we, we, we were, we were very, uh, very much, uh, well, I mean, you can look around the country where we, we had many places that were effective states yet. Okay. Uh, we, we were, we had not effectively tamed and subdued the, the environment yet. Okay. We didn't, I mean, we didn't have all the luxuries we have today. Okay. I mean, think about what the fire trucks were like. Okay. The hand pumping fire trucks that they had it horse-drawn carriages compared to what they have today. So what I'm asking the question on is how these incompetent these incompetent Democrats that run Hawaii, how they could allow that island to burn for more than 10 days. How did they allow that happen? It started on August 7th and it was burning us through a couple, you know, a couple of days ago. I mean, they had, you know, three of the four fires were still burning. Okay, they, they, had, uh, they had towns that were completely, completely burned out. We know that. Okay, and and again, they, it's like the the homes and the, the the towns and the mileage and 
of all the square miles that were burned out. And I mean, even though 90% of it was contained, it was still burning. How did that happen? Where were the fire apparatuses? This is these are the questions we need to ask. You know, O'Biden didn't go there because the fire was still burning. And nobody told O'Biden, you know, let's let's try to get the fire apparatus, the fire firefighters and the military involved. The military has all kinds of ability to fight fires with. We know this. I mean, my goodness, they could be they could have been dropping fire retardant on the fire itself. There's all kinds of things they could have been doing to put this fire out. I just like I said, I'm amazed at how this happened in the island of, of Maui, how this could have occurred. And and it just it's important for us to ask the questions and understand why the fire burned so long, how the fire couldn't be contained with all the all the modern all the modern uh, efficiencies we have today. Not a, not not to mention the fire plugs themselves, the fire hydrants, which have tremendous water pressure in them when they're hooked up to, they can throw water hundreds of yards, okay, literally, into a fire. And I mean, I mean, th this is what it is. I mean, who's fighting these fires? Where are the firefighters? Who dispatched them? We already know that there were questions as to the the uh the uh you know the decisions made by the civil defense people okay on the ground okay the whole little civil civil beat okay uh which was a news organization but but you're looking at hawaii public utilities commission why i mean why did they get on the ground if it was started by the fires i want to know why the public utilities commission didn't get on the ground when these when these lines were reported down they all know when the lines go down you know the electric company knows when a line goes down they know it they have sensors on these lines. They know when the lines go down. And, I mean, they got the red flag warning. They know it's dry in the area. So I don't believe the fire started with, with, with lines. I don't. I do believe it. the fires were started by people or somebody. Uh, I, I just believe that. Okay, as they stated earlier, 85% of forest fires are started by humans. Okay, we know that. Okay. I mean, when you're looking at how they started, that's what you got to understand. I mean, but... I mean, it's just, I mean, they're focusing on sirens, why the sirens didn't alert people. I mean, in a wildland uh, fire incident, the siren system had not been used. Why that's the case, I, I, I don't really, I, that to me is, is, is and that's like the distraction story. I mean, it's like, why didn't the sirens go up? That's not the problem. To me, it's like, where were the fire trucks? Where was the water? Where were the where were the where, where were the where were the fire the fire extinguishing components where where were they how were they used how were the fire extinguishing components used I mean that's what I want to know and again how did they start eighty five percent of wildfires according to the National Park Service start by people they're starting by people okay I mean you have accidental campfires or things unattended burning debris or whatever but you've also got people I mean. I mean, I mean, that discarded cigarette started this thing. And again, the island of Maui, just so we understand, the island of Oahu, this is what we're talking about. The island of Oahu, okay, this is what we're talking about. Okay, the island of Oahu is about the size of the um, of the Lehigh Valley. Okay, we, we know that, or the, uh, the uh, I mean, you know, we, we know, I'm sorry, yeah. I mean, that, that's how big it is. It's not the big island, it's, it's the one next to the big island in Hawaii, okay? I mean, it's just all, it's amazing to me how they couldn't put these fires out. And I don't understand, but I can ask the questions because we are, we are looking for answers on this show. But again, how the fire in Hawaii uh, burned 10 times longer than the fire in Chicago. Okay. 
and, and how a firefighting, the Chicago firefighters in 1871 outperformed the Hawaiian firefighters in 2023. I, I want to know how that happened. I'd like to know what happened there and how that occurred. I want to know how the city government in, in Chicago was more efficient than the, than the state government, if you will, in Hawaii in 2023. So how was the city government in 1871 more efficient than the state government in 2023? I would imagine that the city government in Chicago did not have a lot of affirmative hiring or hiring for, for reasons other than uh, for reasons other than ability and skill, but for reasons uh, of like uh, like people are born with. Okay, why were they hired? Well, because they were born uh, they were born to be a certain person, and that's the person we're looking to hire. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, that's the thing we have to ask ourselves. I mean, mediocracies are what's resulting. When you put people in jobs for reasons other than skill, other than ability. I mean, when you put people in governmental jobs uh, for reasons other than skill and ability, you can expect these people when tested to not come through. We can expect people that when these people that are that don't have raw ability and raw talent and real skill, you can expect that when they're put to the test, you can expect their real colors to shine through. Okay. Uh, you know, we have to we have to understand uh, the 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 mediocrity that the mediocrity that the government is today. Okay, people getting jobs for who they know, or not for what they know, but for who they know, and not for their raw ability, but for you know uh, for reasons uh, that only God has control over. Okay, and honestly, I I don't I, I don't understand it. I mean, you put people in jobs because they're able to do it. And uh, when when the time comes for 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 quick decisions, they can put a fire out in, in you know ten times quicker. Okay, uh, they can put fires out ten times quicker. Uh, you know when when you put competent people, competent people in Chicago out in eighteen seventy one outperformed the incompetent people in Hawaii in in twenty twenty three. That's what I that's what I see. And you, you can look at this and say, well, the fires, there were four different fires that started over in Alahita and the upcountry and Kaida. And if we didn't, we didn't in Kai and we, we didn't want you, and I'm probably butchering these days for forgetting for doing that, folks. But I mean, I, I just think it's important. You had these fires start all over the island of Oahu. And, and, you know, I mean, I mean, my goodness, I mean, the Chicago fire was just in one place. It was O'Leary's farm. Okay. But folks, you need to understand again, you know, the, where was the firefighting apparatus? Again, Chicago was put out in one day, okay? They were able to, to, to put that fire out. I mean, they literally were able to, to use the burn lines, uh, the, basically the, the fire lines. They created firewalls, okay? And in Chicago, they knew what to do. They, they fought the fire, okay? They fought the fire, and the fire burned for one day. And we know that. Now, I mean, there were some that would say, well, the rains came the evening, you know, of, of the you know the the the, the, the rains came the evening of the night, but but that's not really what it is. The fire mostly was was put out by then, and we know that, okay. And you know, you look at the area that burned in Chicago. I would I would probably say it's very comparable to the area that that burned in Hawaii. Okay, square miles and everything else. Uh, you know, it's just an amazing thing. And you know, but Chicago, uh, Chicago had a hundred deaths. Okay, and Hawaii had. A hundred deaths. Okay, we we know that there's similarities there, but I mean it's 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 like I said to you. You know, you look at the the acreage that that burned up and whatnot, and, and how it happened. Um, you know, it's just an amazing thing. 
And I think when we look at it, you realize in the aftermath, again, what, what happened. I mean, that's that's where I'm at on all of this. And when you see, uh, I guess I I did misspoke. I, uh, the, the deaths in Chicago were 300. But again, you know, we're talking about 1871 and how they outperformed the firefighters in Hawaii in 2023. I, I think this is a, the, the greatest description and picture of a meritocracy versus a mediocrity with regards to civil service and civil defense and uh, basically, you know, protect and serving the public, okay? Firefighters and police departments are there to protect and to serve the public. And fire fires are fought by firefighters and firefighting apparatuses, and they're all governed and managed by city officials, okay? We know this, and, and state officials, we know all of this. And I think what's the amazing thing to me is what happened when, in Hawaii, and I'm just amazed at how this happened and, you know, where their experts were on all of this. We all need to be asking the questions. We all need to be asking the questions, okay? I mean, the, the, the chief of Maui Emergency Management Agency, okay? I would imagine the entire, the entire staff in the Maui Emergency Management Agency all got their jobs based on who they knew. Based on nepotism, favoritism, whatever ism, okay, any ism other than uh, any ism other than ex- expert expertise, okay, uh, they all got their jobs for isms instead of expertise, okay, and that's what the fact is, and and so I want to say that this is a this is a mediocrity there, and here they experience we experience. So this is what concerns me with the military because right now the military is looking to promote people based on. And based on characteristics they're born with versus versus based on based on uh, a merit and ability. So we we watch this happen now in Hawaii. I mean, the Hawaii, the Maui Emergency Management Agency, okay, is is staffed and manned by 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 people like Herman Andaya and and his staff of of incompetent mediocres, okay, as they're trying to figure out how to fight the fire. And everyone's focused on why didn't you sound the alarms instead of sending text messages. All I'm saying is, where were the firefighters? And that's where I'm at. Where were the trucks lighting up to keep the fire from going to the city? You got to understand something. If you've got a two-mile length of road, you can put fire trucks. You can line up 50 fire trucks on a two-mile length of road and have those fire lines hooked up to fire plugs, literally, and keep and create a firewall from fires from jumping a road. I mean, that's what you're doing. You just sit there and you put out the fire. And then you attack the fire with other firefighting apparatuses. You get with the military. Um, again, the, the emergency management agency will get with the civil defense and the, and the national guards, if you will, and get some helicopters in the air with some fire retard to drop on the fires from behind the fire line. There's all kinds of ways of fighting fires here. Okay. But that's not what happened here. And, and again, I'm saying all this because I think it's very imperative that we understand the distinction of what competent you know co- competent government looks like and what incompetent government looks like 1871 the city government chicago was competent in 2023 the the state government in hawaii is incompetent and this is why we have to understand folks and, and i'd like to see comparisons with the chicago fire and the, the hawaiian fire made on on the news channels i'd like to see that i think we need to compare the the, 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 the fires because they're very similar they're similar in, in the in, in how many buildings were done. I should say Chicago Fire more buildings and more more buildings were destroyed and whatnot. But 
but in sheer area, I mean, I don't know, a hundred people die in a fire on Maui. How did that happen? How did a hundred people die? We got to ask those questions, don't we? And we are asking that question. I think, I mean, look, going forward, we want to know how it started. I want to know how it spread. And again, I'm not convinced that some foreign government didn't have a hand in this. I'm not convinced of that. Okay. As a matter of fact, I'm thinking that there may be a possibility of that, that somebody attacked us there, that somebody attacked Canada with the wildfires up there. I think there's a lot to be said of that as well. But I mean, you know, it, you know, again, the fires burned on and on and on. How would they did not put these fires out for days is unbelievable to me. It's literally unbelievable to me. You see a flash in the woods about 11 o'clock at night on a Monday night on August 7th. And all of a sudden, the fire takes off, and homes are burning, and, and areas are burning, and literally 10 days later, the fire's still burning. <clears throat> and that's, you know, and Biden says, well, I'm going to declare a national emergency three days after the fire starts. So he declares his national emergency on the 10th, I think it was. I mean, okay, you declare a national emergency, the fire burned out for another week. I mean, look, why isn't anybody asking these questions? Where is the curiosity from our media friends? Where is the curiosity of the people in the media? Don't they want answers? Don't they want to know, don't they want to know what happened? You know, I don't, I just can't believe the silence that the, the crickets. I mean, all I can see on the news is, is the, is the, is the, is the human tragedy of it all. And yes, that's a part of the story. I understand it, but my goodness, they're trying to get to the bottom of what happened. Is it the alarms that didn't go off? What didn't happen here? Oh, I don't really know. You know, was it, you know, what, you know, we, we got the emergency, the emergency, the Maui emergency management system. Okay. Agency. Okay. Their response was horrible. I mean, what's going on here? You know, it, it's just, like I said, we don't understand what happens. Okay. And, and there are people that just, they're, they're just not asking me. Everybody's saying, how do they start? How do they start? But folks, it's, it's even more than that. How are they still burning? I mean, how are they early days later? I mean, honestly, I mean, they burned 2,170 acres. And again, you, you look at the Chicago fire, we know that it was about 2,112 acres. Okay, so you had 2,112 acres, and the Hawaiian fire is 2,170. So it's very similar in area, very similar in area. But the difference is the 1871 fire fighting team in Chicago outperformed the 2023 firefighting team in Hawaii. And I, I don't know how else to say it. There's no other way to describe it other than I'm amazed that I want to get answers. I think somebody needs to be making comparisons because we need to be putting this out there. And I mean, going right into them, you had the same acreage burned up. Okay, roughly the same acreage. Okay, we know that. Of course, there's more buildings that burn in Chicago because it's a city. But, you know, it's extinguishing a fire. You need fire retardant. And it's just an amazing, okay? A city with 13,000 people, okay, in, in northwestern Maui where you know, I mean, it, it, you know, that honestly, I mean, you got these towns where, you know, they, there's fire plugs. I mean, there's all kinds of fire items everywhere, okay? I mean, you got 2,200 buildings, okay? So the fire destroys 2,200 buildings, okay, in Hawaii, okay? for a, That's 2,200 buildings. In Chicago, we know there were 17,000 building stamps. So, again, you know, I, I, you know, I could go on and on, but I, I just think it's just important that we understand and ask the question, how did this happen? In modern day Hawaii, okay, and they say this is the this is the deadliest wildfire since 1918. 
folks, I think they need to be making comparisons with what happened in Chicago in 1871. Now, they did make a comment. There was one article I remember reading that they were, they were making comments of a deadly wildfire in Wisconsin back in 1871. So there was another fire in Wisconsin. So there's a wildfire there. Again, 1871, there was no global warming, but there was a drought. Okay. It seems like today they burn, they, they blame all droughts on global warming. Well, the drought that took place in Chicago and in Wisconsin, again, which caused the fires in Wisconsin and the Chicago, which with, I, you know, I think helped burn the, these wildfires. But this was different. This was not just a wildfire. This burned through a town. This burned through homes. This burned through buildings and homes. And, and again, I don't understand how they could not they could not contain the fire. This is where I'm I'm really I perplexed at how this could have happened, okay? But the, the Wisconsin wildfire claimed eleven hundred people. Then there was another wildfire. They're they're just comparing I saw an article they're just comparing the Maui fires with wildfires instead of comparing them with the Chicago fire. I, you know, I'm, I mean, you know, and they, again, all the fires that took place, okay, uh, you know, they put these fires out. If you go and you check out the, the Wisconsin wildfire, how long did it take that wildfire to take to put out? You know, and I, I don't, I'm just curious to find that out as well. You know, because again, you know, you look at wildfires, you, you don't know, you don't know how long it was, it would take, uh, you know, um, you know, how, how long would it take a wildfire to go out? I mean, uh, I mean, in, in 1871, I, I, I like to know that. And I just think it's important to, today. I mean, how long did it take the great fires in 1871? Uh, you know, the, the forest fire, Wisconsin forest fire in 1871 to go out. Okay, we, we know that it, you know, it it, it, uh, it killed a bunch of people. We know that. But when you look at it, we realize that the forest fire <clears throat> in 1871, so let's compare it with a wildfire. Again, it, it was started on October 8th. I think that's interesting. Okay, they, it started uh, very similar to the date of the Chicago fire, very similar to that as well. I almost wonder if there were people on the ground that started that one. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, anyway, but you you look at how long they burned. They didn't burn as long. They just didn't burn as long. And and again, you you know, you, you wonder, again, the duration of the fire. But I mean, if basically, um, it was one day. You know, we, we know that. It was one day. And, and it just burned through and then it stopped and the it was the it, the time the fire was over. I mean, again, it wasn't. I shouldn't say it was a day, but uh, I did. If anybody, I, I just got to. I, mean, I just look. I'm looking here at the, at the dates here. I'm just trying to look this up. So bear with me, folks. I'm going through my stuff here. I'm trying to find out how in the world. I mean, they they there were some suggest it was a comet that came in. A comet started the fire, and they don't know how the fire started. But it, it's just it was an, it was interesting because again, uh, it, it it was a, a it started on October eighth. Okay, that that much we got. Um, I don't think that it, I mean, it, I don't know if it burned that long, but whatever. I mean, 10 days for a wildfire, Chicago, we know the Chicago fire went out. The Chicago fire was, uh, you know, one day we know that, but I, look, it's just like I told you folks, I think what we have to understand is that there's reasons for the fire to take place. There's reasons for fires to take place. And uh, they were blaming a comet back then. I thought that was interesting. Okay. They were blaming a comet. Um, they, I think the, it, it, you know, Whatever the case is, we have to understand that fires start because of a particular reason. And I think we have to realize that oftentimes fires start, they don't understand that we have containment systems today that can keep the fires from blowing out of control. Well, folks, I spent the entire show talking about the wildfires in, in Hawaii. I appreciate our listeners tuning into that. I I was just intrigued by it all. And I, 
I was making the comparisons with the with the Chicago fire, the Great Chicago fire, because it was very similar in area burnt, and of course, uh, you know, obviously the efficiency of the firefighting then versus the efficiency of the firefighting today. So I wanted to make those comparisons, and I wanted to let people understand that as 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 uh, as Americans, as an objective uh, <clears throat> objective truth seeking Americans, we need to know what happened here. We need answers. We need answers. And I think it's very compelling because right now we're not seeing a lot of answers come through. We're seeing questions that are being bantered about, but there's nobody demanding an investigation from these state officials. That's the thing that I want to make sure we're clear on. There's nobody demanding investigations. There's nobody demanding answers. And we need answers. We got to know what happened and we got to find out what happened. So, but I think eventually when we finally get to the bottom of it, and I think there'll be other news for the day. I mean, um, and, and what's happening here, because this news will, will burn out. Nobody's going to really want to know. So what they do is they they suffocate all the answers. There's, I mean, there's nobody demanding to know and in, in, in doing a, any kind of interviews with these people. I mean, nobody's checking anything out, uh, you know, and finding out what happened. Okay, what what happened in, what happened in Hawaii? You know, in talking to the emergency center and, and you know, the, the director of these people, the director of the emergency center and the civil defense people that are in charge of extinguishing fires and keeping the town people safe, you know, where, where, where were they on all of this and what were direction was given? They should be looking for, they should be looking for facts as to what direction was given and to whom and when, and, and they need to know and, and figure out why weren't, you know, and what, what fire hydrants were accessed, what fire hydrants were even accessed. I want to know what fire hydrants were accessed. I want to know how many of them. I, mean, I if I was the governor of that state, I'd be looking for answers all over the place. The problem is they don't want the answers to the to the questions that we all have because those answers will reveal the absolute abject incompetency of the people in a mediocracy. Well, folks, we have to leave it there. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in, being with us today on this beautiful Saturday morning right here on AM Radio 1180 WFYL. Uh, see you later on today uh, for our show, The Watchmen. We'll be discussing more relevant issues of the day and and getting to the root of of all of it folks thanks for being with us today and uh, see you next week on the point i clay breeze goodbye for now